can we can we start off the bed podcast like this right i know welcome to other spaces and all that thank you we really appreciate it and i get it you go ahead here with my girl gina yeah i want to i want to play host today i'm not reading off a teleprompter she don't either we just that naturally gifted okay and talented but look i have a problem g Benton academy is in the building i have a problem okay my problem is is this Kyle Kuzma's name getting thrown around so much in trade talks where the Lakers could have traded him and got back something better, but they keep holding on to him. And I just don't understand it for the life of me because anybody that watched this playoff series and watched last night and watched how the Lakers were making a run and Frank Vogel threw him in a basketball game and he came down and did just very below average IQ plays that you, you could just tell was mentally draining was like, here he goes again. And I don't want to be killing Kuzma, but he puts a lot of this pressure on himself, the way he approaches the media, the way he carries himself. If if you're going to carry yourself in a certain type of form or fashion, you have to, to deliver. And I thought with Anthony Davis being out, this was a Kuzma that could have came in Gave the Lakers 18 to 20 points, but instead, he just, every time he came in, they declined. They didn't, they didn't get better. They declined. And, and, and the bad part about it is that I'm ranting right now. Okay, I'm on a rant. Let's the go. Bad part, the bad part about it, G, is this. I gotta talk about, oh, is LeBron James done or is he declining or what's what's this? First of all, the guy's in year 18, okay? That's first thing first. Second of all, the man just said that, that people, you know, they, they pick and choose on what they want to have a discussion about or what they want to talk about when it comes down to LeBron James. When Anthony Davis got there, LeBron James said, we're going to run this through Anthony Davis. Did he not? Okay, just because LeBron James showed up in the playoffs like we, we've known him to do doesn't mean that he went back on that point and said, hey, no, you know, uh, uh, this is my team. No, he still believes, and that's called handing the keys over. I watched Paul Pierce and KG when it got to that certain point of their careers when we was with the Celtics and they saw Rondo starting to – to dominate at the point guard position, make all-star games and things to that nature, I heard them say, hey, young fella, it's you. This is you. We go, we follow in your league. And it's okay. But at the end of the day, Kuzma was a disgrace. Dennis Schroeder was horrible. And Drummond, I mean, like, I, I, I mean, you had a, a worldwide tour. Okay, you got released from the bought out from the Cavs, and I mean it, it took days because you were taking calls and the Knicks and the Celtics and the Lakers and you you in the office with Jenny Bush, you touring the the all this to not do nothing, to not do nothing. It's frustrating to see. Now look, I applaud the Phoenix Suns because you know, gee, I've been high on them all season long, so it don't surprise me that they won this series. And I'm actually I'm actually happy for CP3, D-Book, Aiden, Coach Monty Williams, Coach Mark Bryan, who's a great friend of mine, who coached me in Oklahoma City, that they actually won. I'm actually happy for them that they're moving on. 
James Jones. Good guys over James there. James Jones, my teammate. We call him champ. You know what I mean? Went out and got the necessary pieces. Craig was a huge addition. Crowder was a huge addition. CP3 with the core that he already had, the young nucleus. I love what the Phoenix Suns has done. I just had to address certain situations when it comes down to the Los Angeles Lakers and why didn't they trip? Last thing, last but not least, at the trade deadline, I was begging and I was pleading to the world and to the Lakers organization to trade for Kyle Lowry. Trade for him. He's a difference maker. He would have bought way more to the table than what Dennis Schroeder bought to the table in this playoff series. Way more. Hell, he would have gave LeBron James life. You know what I saw in LeBron James? People want to talk about him walking off the court. I heard Larry Bird say, I didn't shake hands. The Lakers and I, we didn't shake hands. Who gives a damn, right? He hurry up, went to the to the back, wrote a... a, a Handshaking a is, is a done deal anyway. COVID, guys. You don't have to shake hands uh, anymore. He went wrote an essay. He went wrote an essay on Devin Booker's jersey, presented it with him. We know yep. how he feel about CP3. Yep. And at the end of the day, it is what it is. But I just, I the the not trading for Kyle Lowry, the keeping holding on to Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell not playing. What the hell is going on with the Lakers? Well, that brings up a really that I'm so glad we're talking about front offices and GMs and and personnel decisions because that is probably the argument we should be having, and I think it pertains to the bubble, right? I've heard people make the argument that the bubble is the reason why the Heat and the Lakers are NBA Finals, uh, our two NBA Finals contestants last year and, and the Lakers that won it last year in the, you know, quote-unquote asterisk bubble, that the bubble is the reason why these teams are out in the first round this year. That injuries were were from that fatigue and from that, you know, fast-paced uh, play every other, every day, every other day style in, in an abbreviated season. First of all, the Lakers and the Heat are not created equal. Jimmy Butler is not LeBron James, and Bam Adebayo is not AD. So two very different reasons for why those two teams went out in the first round. Both had injuries. Everyone did in a season like this, right? Look at Jamal, Jamal Murray went out. Denver damn, damn near going to mess around and win the West. So everyone's had the injuries. I can't hear that argument. But what I will say is I think the reason why the Heat and the Lakers lost in the first round is on Pat Riley and Rob Palenka. So Pat Riley decided not to trade for James Harden, not to give Tyler Hero up. That's why y'all motherfuckers lost in the first round. Get out of here with all that other shit, right? Lakers. The Lakers role player. We know AD is injury prone, right? You give up Danny Green. You give up Rajon Rondo. You give up Dwight Howard. You give up JaVale McGee for Montrez Harrell, who you never play. Drummond, who you, you didn't even play last night. Mark Gasol, Wes Matthews, and Dennis Schroeder. Like that's personnel problems. That's front office problems. Like you, you got worse in your role players. Mm -hmm. So it's no surprise that his role players played like dog shit last night. Like the reason why the Lakers and the Heat are both out in the first round, I think has more to do with personnel than it does fatigue or injury or the goddamn bubble from last year, in my opinion. No, I can see that. I can see that because when you watch the White Howard have an impact with the Philadelphia 76ers being inserted into the starting lineup because Embiid was out and helped them win the game. Game five was just a monster. I mean, yep. he didn't have no Jokic numbers, but 
the way he protected the paint and rebounded, anchored the defense, being a live threat at the basket, relentless to the offensive glass. Danny Green, people from the Lakers took him from granted because of one shot, one damn shot, one damn shot that didn't even matter because they went on to win the series anyway. Not the, Danny at the, Green. the top of the key? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not yeah. Danny Green is over there splashing threes with Philly, yeah. having the time of his life. And this is what I'm saying why, you know, certain times in certain situations, you cannot take certain role players for granted. You just can't do it. And, you know, I think I think overall you get caught up in the future. Like, I heard Taylor Horton Tucker was the deciding factor in the Kyle Lowry trade. That's the future. If you're the Lakers with an agent of LeBron, you want to win now. Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero is the future in Miami or somewhere else. James Harden could get you into the finals again right now. You got to pull that trigger. Danny Green is better than Wes Matthews. Rajon Rondo is be- better than Dennis Schroeder. Dwight Howard's better than Mark Gasol. They got worse. In, in all the other areas. And when in, and then you have Anthony Davis, your generational talent, the guy who took the torch from LeBron, go down, LeBron on an ankle, whatever, he's 36. What the hell What the hell are they supposed to do? The Suns, by the way, Pert, I got money on them to come out of the West thanks to you. You've been talking high on the Suns for three months. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It, it's just something about that group collectively just, just is, is just a beautiful thing to see. The commitment that they have to one another on the defensive side of things. Offensively, they're going to score with the best of them because they got a, a rising superstar in Devin Booker. Yeah. Keep telling people that. When you start mentioning Luka and you start mentioning, you you know, you mentioned uh, 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 Trey Young and, and Zion, you better put Devin Booker in that damn conversation. Yeah. All right. And he showed out and sh- he showed up and showed out last night. But they have role players, right? And DeAndre Ayton, I told people this at the beginning of the season. DeAndre Ayton was going to have an effect on this team like DeAndre Jordan did when he played with the Clippers because of the CP3 effect. And he's doing just that. He was the best big in this playoff series. Now, I will say this, okay? And you know how I am. I I, I jump out there, I say what I say, and I mean what I say with my, my predictions. But, G, I'm going to tell you this. I am not predicting who's going to win this Denver-Phoenix matchup. I'm not doing it. All I'm going to say is I got it picked to go seven games and TBD for who's going to win it. Because I picked Portland to beat uh, the Nuggets because of the Jamal Murray situation. And all of a sudden, Michael Malone just does a hell of a job, along with having his, his, his MVP, and Jokic, because he's going to win it, right? Just dominate. He dominated the series. He he was a flat-out baller. But the way Michael Malone put these guys in position to be successful, his, his defensive coverages, him taking a chance on Austin Rivers, inserting him into the uh, lineup, uh, uh, Compazzo. Yeah, Compazzo, Compazio, whatever. Yeah, Compazzo. The, yep. Yeah, he's feisty, okay? Mm. just just He's an Jermichael, agitator. Yeah, yeah Jermichael Green. Along with 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 Monte Morris getting the best out of those players, you know when when Monte Morris had twenty eight off the bench and outscored the whole Portland bench. You know what they told me? That was coaching. That was coaching. That was coaching. I'm getting the best out of my players right now. That's coaching. Uh, and and when we talk about the future, Jaws, Zion, Luca, Book, 
Yo, you got to talk about Michael Porter Jr. I mean, that kid is coming up. He was looking good in the most improved player race. I mean, you know, Julius Randle. The, like the, these are guys. These are young studs that are that are coming out of Trey Young. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell. We got a lot. The league is in really good hands. Having said that, we lost. We lost two OGs on the same night. We lost Dame and LeBron on the same damn night, Perk, and that shit hurt my heart. I mean, LeBron's though, but LeBron is okay. Yeah, I think this is the. To be honest, I think them losing in the first round was the best thing for the Lakers. LeBron now they can James, now they can re, re, refit, reconfigure, right? Yeah, and, and get healthy. All right, they still eye candy. We don't know what Bradley Beal is gonna do. Hell, we don't know what Russell Westbrook is gonna do. It's a lot of things. Kyle, that Kyle Lowry's probably gonna be ready, ready a, to come. Yep, exactly. So, so many things for the Lakers now with Portland. Plus, Steph, that, Steph to the Lakers, Dame to the Lakers. Hey, I, I mean, you know, but know. Portland, but Portland on on the other hand, they have failed Damian Lillard. Yeah, this guy has done everything in his power and more to get this team and his organization to the postseason year after year after year. And he has come up huge for them in the postseason year, year after year after year. I knew that they were going to lose game six because after game five, he looked defeated. Yeah. Like, how do you have that type of performance and you can't come out with, with a win? You know why? Because of your supporting cast, because of Nurkic wanting to go at me on, on, on in the media and call me a mascot and all that BS. When you should have been going at Jokic because he was the one kicking your ass. It wasn't me. They traded you for Jokic. Perk, I got a question about Nurk because I want to go all the way in on him too. And then we'll, we'll guys, we're going to give you picks for Clippers Dallas tonight. Hold your horses. It's the only show in town. We got you. Perk might not be looking at the Denver Phoenix uh, series and trying to pick it, but I'm going to go Denver game one with the points plus four and a half, just because I think Denver is more playoff ready early in this series. Um, but we'll talk about that one, that one too, but let's just talk about Nurk for a minute. Okay. Cause we're going to recap Lakers again. We're going to recap Blazers. Is Nurkic the worst starting center in the NBA? You got Nikola Jokic at the top of that list. Yeah, we, we just saw what Aiton did in Phoenix. We know what Joel Embiid is in Philly. Brooke Lopez is a better fucking center than, than, than Nurk is. You got Vucevic out, out in Chicago now, and you got Rudy Gobert. As, these, are, these are centers right now, and I guess if you consider Carl Anthony Towns a center or Bam Adebayo a center, great. I feel like all those dudes are better than Nurk. I think Nurk might, oh, don't forget Valanchunas. I think Nurk might be the worst starting center in the NBA. I'm just going to say it. Uh, he got to go. I mean, Clint Capella is better than Nurkic. Yep. Clint Capella, my bad. I left him out. Uh, nah, I, I don't know because you, you look at the Washington Wizards situation where it's different because they had injuries. And I think Gafford is, is their future starting center. Is Nurkic better than Robert Williams because he was he's the Celtics starting center? He was just injured. Right. Is Nurk uh, better than like Jared Allen? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I mean, and, and on the is he on the right team? Is he? He's probably better than like Hassan Whiteside. But, but Jared Allen on the right team is probably better. Jared Allen on the Lakers is better than Nurkic on the Blazers. But, but you you know the problem I have, G, is this: Terry Stotts has done a horrible job. Yeah, I agree. And he did, and, and, and to Nurk Nurkic defense, he didn't put that man in position to be successful. 
He has them playing away from the basket, stretching the, at the three-point line. Like, if you want to get some out of your big man that you know that is not going to get touches, you don't know when the ball is going to hit his hands because you have Dane, right, who's a who's an underrated playmaker. But you have C.J. McCullen, who's not looking to pass the ball. Melo is not looking to pass the ball. So you have big Nurkic out there, and you know that your – his primary job that you want him to do is catch lobs, finish around the basket, but you want him to anchor your defense and rebound and block shots. Okay, to get that out of him, make him feel wanted. Mm. Okay, and, and by doing that, we used to, when I was in Oklahoma, we used to start every game by running the play for Serge Ibaka because we knew if we got Serge going early, he was going to give us one of those epic performances and have nine to 10 blocks. And he did it. It worked. It worked every single time. And so at the end of the day, Terry Stotts has to take blame. Nurkic is a grown man. The only problem I had with him, no one could stop Jokic, but for him to up his averages, what he averaged in this series? I mean, he put up 30, what, he had 36, eight and six last night. I mean, it was right around there, 36-ish. I'll look it up. But so, dude so is I mean, he, he, he averaged, what, 27 for the season? Yeah. So that means that means he he damn near elevated his game by eight or nine points right. offensively. Like, you got to take pride in shutting him down. Forget getting, getting the ball and getting touches. You should have went into this and said, I'm about to lock him up. And then something inside of you personally should have been on some – now nah, they traded me because they traded me to get me out the way for him. Right. I'm just saying. Look, Montrez Harrell would have would have defended Jokic better. Rudy Gobert is going to defend Jokic better. Like, I just, yeah, I think Nurk, I mean, he's not the worst starting center in the league, but he's not in the top 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's no, he's bad. Not. He's got to be gone. I don't know what happens to Carmelo. Dame could Dame to the Heat, Dame to the Lakers. We'll see what happens. Terry Stott might be out of there. They're talking about Jason Kidd going in and Dame, inter- Dame, interviewing Dame for that to job. Golden State. Dame to Golden State. Oh, do you, look, CJ to Golden State. CJ could come to Golden State, be like the third splash that, brother. Dame to Golden State could be great. Damn, I wish we had Sicoli right now to give us some bets of the future odds. Dame to Golden State. They keep Clay. They keep so Steph and Dame can coexist. Yeah, because both of them could play off the ball and they're excellent moving off the ball. Like, can you imagine that three? I mean, defensively, it would probably be a problem, but it would be, I mean, man, I mean, how would you guard them? Yeah. And you got def- you you've got Draymond there, you've got some defense, you're gonna get Wiseman back. Shit, James Wiseman might be a better starting center when he's healthy than fucking Nurkic, but man, I'm so off him right now. So let me ask you this as we as we recap Blazers. Let me let me make a point as we recap Blazers for the final time. We didn't we won one goddamn bet last night. Blazers first half. That's it. We called Blazers first half. We got that. Dame did not hit his player prop on points. He uh finished with 28. I think his player prop was 33 and a half. He did not hit his player prop on three-pointers made, which was four and a half. He only hit three. He was like three for eleven. LeBron, yo, Lakers didn't cover first half. We called that. And Bron Bron didn't hit his player points, player prop in points either. I think Bronny, uh, his was, I want to say he had, he finished with like 28 or 20. Oh, he finished with 29 and the player prop was 29 and a half. Also, the 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 Las Vegas Aces came out and destroyed the Liberty. I, we won one single bet last night, Perk, Blazers first half. <laughs> it, it's all- 
it, it's all good because the night before we we were we were undefeated. So who gives a damn? It happens. Okay? That's right. And also the one bet that you won, Blazers first half. Hopefully you put a lot of stank on it and it canceled out those other <laughs> losses. Come on. All right. So we know that uh, the Blazers are done. We know that the Nuggets are moving on. We can talk at nauseum next week about the the Nuggets Suns um, series. And obviously, we know that the Lakers are out. We don't know what's going to happen with Trez, Schroeder, Kuzma, v- Vogel, and Kidd. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Is Kyle Lowry coming? Is Dame coming? Is Steph coming? You, you like Bradley Beal maybe coming to the Lakers? So they're going to have a bunch of shit to, to, to come out and happen. A lot of people talking about LeBron uh, losing in the first round and that Michael Jordan never did it once he started winning championships oh, and that please. and that LeBron quit on a couple plays, didn't run down the court. He had not taken hands that LeBron quit like the decision. People are talking about the decision again and Bron Bron's legacy. But like we said, Anthony Davis got hurt and Rob Palinka and the personnel decisions they decided to make screwed them up. It is what it is. The Lakers will be back next year. Do you think LeBron plays in the Olympics, though? I think he does not. I'm going to say, no, he doesn't. We'll put some odds to that. I think no chance Bron plays in Tokyo. No, no, not at all. He's he's chilling. He'll be a fool. He'll be a fool to go play in the Olympics. Take a break, man. Are you still going to go see Space Jam 2? Yeah. You know know, everybody's going to see that. You know what? People are like, the ratings now that he lost. Who the fuck does that? What does 2 and 2 get you 5 for? Like, that doesn't... The crazy thing is, is this, right? People, the haters are going to are going to go see Space Jam too <laughs> to see if it's is going to be a bust, and then the people who love Braun going see just because it's Braun. I'm gonna so, go see it because Clay's in it, Dame's in it, Diana Taurasi. This shit is gonna be fire. Yeah, facts. All right, Big Perk. Before we move on, let's take a quick break. The NBA playoffs are here, and you'll be in hoops heaven betting all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. There are so many exciting matchups. FanDuel is taking that excitement to another level. Because new and existing users, all customers, can bet risk-free throughout the playoffs. Once you have a FanDuel Sportsbook account, you can bet one same-game parlay risk-free every week. That is exciting. That means you can combine multiple bets for an even bigger win. And if you don't win, they'll still give you up to $10 back. So let's talk about a same-game parlay that I like because we have one show in town tonight. Los Angeles Clippers on the road against the Dallas Mavericks. I'm going to take Clippers money line. I like that. I I don't want to mess with the spread tonight. I think the Clippers are going to win this game because the road team has all series and we're going to come back for a game seven. But I'm going to take that Clippers money line and I'm going to same game parlay it with Paul George player prop over 24 and a half points. I think that puts me at about plus 176 for my odds. I like it. I think Paul George is going to have a really big game, and I think the Clippers are going to win. So I'm just going to keep it really simple and and string those two together for my same game parlay. Basketball fans, now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. New users can still get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code BETTINGACADEMY to bet the NBA playoffs risk-free. That's code BETTINGACADEMY. Tell them the big fella Kendrick Perkins sent you exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer, it's 21 and up and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Risk-free bet for first online real money wager only and refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Same game parlay refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game parlay trademark available for multiple sports in all states on mobile and web. 
Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. TN Redline at 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, Dallas uh, Clippers tonight, game six in Dallas, road team undefeated. Shit, the Clippers are three-point favorites on the road, Perk. What are your thoughts about this? This is the only game on tonight, so everybody get your popcorn ready. What do you? By the way, look, I got the LA on the chest. I got the Clippers on the sleeve. What do we think about tonight, Perk? I'm going Dallas first half, dead bow lock. And here's why. The three games that the Mavericks have won, you know who's been the best player in those games? Luka. Now, what happened in those two games that they didn't win? He was injured. He was hurt. But now Luka is back. And the Clippers do not have an answer for him. So I feel like this Dallas Maverick team is coming in with a whole different mindset. That building is going to be rocking. They lucky I have to work tonight. Otherwise, I would have drove three hours to go catch the game and see it live in person. Look, right Man. now, I think Prozingis is going to have a good night tonight. But I'm taking the the uh, Dallas Mavericks first half dead boat lock. Who do you think wins the game? The Mavericks. I think it's over. Okay. I'm still going Clippers in seven. I think the Clippers win tonight. I'm looking at money line on the Clippers at minus 142. You know, I think I'm going there. Like, I don't think I want to deal with spreads at all tonight. I think the Clippers are going to win. Might be by a lot, to be honest with you. I think the Clippers, now that they're still playing and the Lakers and LeBron are out, are are going to be highly motivated to get through this series. Here's why. You don't have to play Dame ever. You don't have to play LeBron now ever. You've got a depleted Denver team without Jamal Murray, even though they're playing really well without him, honestly maybe even better. Got Aaron Gordon. You got Austin Rivers stepping up. Jokic is, all right, Jokic is the MVP, all right? I'm just going to say it. But the Suns too, like, Devin Booker's great. CP3 is the vet. Nobody's scared of of Phoenix because they're young. I I think it's hard to be scared of Denver without Jamal. You know they're not 100. So it's like, I'm not scared of them, but they're solid. We got got our work cut out. And I don't think anyone's scared of Utah. Utah is solid as fuck. Gobert down low, Jordan off the bench, Jordan Clarkson off the bench, and and Donnie Mitchell. But I'm not scared of any of those because none of those guys have a killer like Dame or Braun. So if I'm the Clippers, and I know Devin Booker's a killer, but he's young and he hasn't been here before. So if I'm Kawhi and PG, I'm getting through this series because I know that I can come out the West now. Yeah, but the only problem is is that they have Luka standing right there in front of them at home. That's the only problem. And it's going to be a valiant effort by Luca. Perk, his player prop tonight, Luca, that is 31 and a half. You think that goes over? Yeah. Okay. Paul George player prop tonight, 24 and a half. Yesterday you, yesterday you thought under. You still think that? I think Paul George will go over. I think he'll have 25 tonight. I think Paul George goes over by a lot. I think Paul George is going to Ooh. have the best game he's had in the postseason in this series. Or just, I just think Paul George is going to give us that Paul George that he was talking about on all the smoke. I think mm. that happens tonight. I need well, to see he better. He better. Right. They if he do, if he doesn't, they're fucking going home tonight. Yeah. They're going to Cancun and they're going to join join LeBron. All right. We 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 know that. 
let's talk. I want to talk a little bit Atlanta Philly because those that starts, I believe, Sunday, right? And then we have tomorrow we have Bucks Nets starting. Atlanta Philly uh, last night on TNT, Shaq said Hawks in five if Embiid is out. Charles Barkley said it's basically a pick 'em if there's no Embiid. If there's no Embiid, the Hawks got a real shot here, right? Hawks in six, even with Embiid. Even like no Embiid, Hawks in six. MB back. I need to see how he's moving because if he's not close to 70 or six, 65, 70%, the Hawks are going to beat them. Yeah. The Hawks are really good. Okay. This wasn't what they did to the Knicks. That just wasn't, you know, the Knicks were a top three defensive team in the NBA, number one, and, and, and points allowed. So at the end of the day, it just goes to show you how much, how electrifying the Hawks are. And Trey, Ice Trey is a problem, Real along deal. with Bondanovich, along with Clint Capella, along with Lima Pepper Lou. He haven't even got started yet. Gallo, okay? Gallo's then, playing well. Yep. Yeah, the young kid Hunter. The way that Hunter guarded uh, 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 Julius Randle, the way that he didn't back down, the way that he hit down, knocked down shots, got to his mid-range, he was so huge. And they're well coached by Nate McMillan. And I really think this Hawks team believes. We so, believe. They believe. Yeah. I, lo- I love them. The the torch to them. I, I, they're worthy of that. We believe title. I'm Hawks, taking Hawks first half. Okay. Let, we'll go back to that. Hawks in six, five to one odds. You like it? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then and then going back just f- specifically for the game pick, you guys, uh, this is uh, Saturday. No, this is Sunday. My bad. Sunday, Philly, Atlanta tips off. Philadelphia, two and a half point favorites for the game. You like Hawks first half? Love it. You think Hawks can come out and steal game one? Yep. Dead yeah. whole lot. I'm taking Hawks first half. I agree. Because if Embiid, even if he is playing, he's, he may not be 100. I think if the Hawks are going to steal one on the road, it's going to be game one. You like the Hawks first half. They're, they're plus two and a half. And I like Hawks for the game, too. I think Hawks are going to take it. In fact, I would take Hawks money line. It's plus 120. I don't know. Spread Two and a half is the spread. I'm going Hawks money line game one. I love it. All right, let's talk tomorrow about our true NBA Finals, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Brooklyn Nets. That's that's tipping off tomorrow. You got the the series opening in Brooklyn. Nets are three and a half point favorites. What do you like there, Perk? I, 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 I like the Bucks. I'm going outside my body, and I like the Bucks for the game money line. Ooh, that's yo, that's that's big. It's plus one forty. You know what I mean? Straight, just pick them, pick them. Uh, Bucks are plus three and a half for the game. Perk likes them for the game money line at plus one forty. Let's look at just like real quick, just to humor ourselves for this series because Perk, you've been on wax saying you think Bucks are going to win the series. You still feel that way, and in in how many games you think? Yep, it's going seven, but Bucks in seven. All right, Bucks in seven plus five fifty. Ooh, what are you putting on that? Five hundred. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I think this series right here, if the Bucks advance, God, the NBA's got a got a ratings problem and, and so does ABC. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. The employee Perk, you were you're at ESPN. You need the Nets to advance and you need the Clippers to advance so that y'all can get them them big markets and them big ratings, and you need it to at least go five games minimum. But you like the Bucks. If you had to pick a team to come out of the West right now, who is it? The Jazz. Okay. 
So the they, Jazz, the Jazz probably beat the the Mavericks because you have them advancing. Jazz can take care of Phoenix or Denver, and you like Jazz versus the Bucks in the finals. Mm-hmm. You guys, the there Jazz, you go. Jazz are just too tough at home. They got depth. They their chemistry and Donovan Mitchell. I I want to apologize. I thought it was gonna take him time, but he just came out just striking. And the way that that Rudy Gobert, okay, he anchors that defense. He's just a problem with his length, size, the way that he alters shots. He clogs up the middle. And then they have perimeter guys that really take pride in defending, like Royce O'Neal, Joe Ingles, uh, Bondanovich. Although those guys are not athletic, they take pride in actually getting down and trying to defend. Speaking of Donovan Mitchell, and we'll we'll get out of here on this, we talked at some point about Don being an MVP candidate and being worthy of it. After what happened last night in Los Angeles and Phoenix advance, did we completely fucking overlook Chris Paul as a real MVP candidate? No, we didn't. I mean, we brought awareness to it, but after watching Jokic, he's he's clearly the favorite. Yeah. I mean, the way he just dominates the game, and 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 I'm not knocking Michael Porter Jr., but when Jamal Murray went out, I was like, oh man, this Denver team is done. No, they are not. And he and and like we're seeing guys like Austin Rivers and Capazzo be able to flourish because of the greatness of Jokic. Yep. All right, let's get your deadbolt lock recap. Perk, you have Dallas Mavericks tonight, first half. Yep. Deadbolt yeah. lock. Deadbolt lock. And you like the Hawks on Sunday, first half, deadbolt lock. Deadbolt lock. Is is Milwaukee Brooklyn a deadbolt lock for you tomorrow? Uh no, like I like Bucks? it. I you just like, like it for the game money line. Yeah, you like the Bucks for the game money line. Of the player props we discussed, Luca tonight, 31 and a half, Paul George tonight, 24 and a half. Are either of those overs a deadbolt lock for you? Luca getting over 31. That's a deadbolt lock. All right. So Luca player prop tonight, 31 and a half. Perk loves Dallas first half tonight against the Clippers, and he loves the Hawks on Sunday first half against the Sixers. We don't need to recap my picks because we don't. I don't want to confuse anyone. We're going with Perk's. <laughs> We're going with <laughs> that's confidence for you right there. We're gonna go with Perk's picks as usual, y'all. Deadbolt locks. We're the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. You can always find us on Spotify, Apple, under the Money Grab banner, wherever you get podcasts, across social, at Kendrick Perkins. Perk, Nurk owes you an apology, man. I don't want no apology. He just got to go reevaluate himself and look in the mirror. He He's the one that's going to be having nightmares about Jokic, not me. But you're so, you're so good as a man at apologizing, like to Donovan Mitchell, like, to Michael Porter Jr., you always come back and say, man, I was wrong about this kid. Like, come on, Nurk. You got to apologize to the big fella. I want that oh, shit on Twitter. I'm man, campaigning. Look, I'm not even worried about it. I'm sleeping with the AC on 60 and the fan blowing in my face. Yeah, I'm not worried about Nurk and whatever he got going on. He have to face the noise in reality that he got the work, okay? Jokic yep. gave him this straight business. Yeah. You know? All right. Go. Yo, tonight, NBA Twitter, I think, is going to be live. Dallas Clippers, anytime Luke is involved, anytime people can bag on Paul George, I think shit is going down tonight on Twitter. Perk, I'll see you there. Twitter spaces, we love you, fam. Let's get out of here, big Perk. The Betting Academy Hoops Edition. We'll see y'all back next week for the start of round two without any superstars. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs>